Star Wars 7x7 episode 1212. Yeah, 1212. That's what happens when you get to numbers this high. And today it's an update on post-production for The Last Jedi and the Han Solo movie. Punch it, Chewie. Hello, everybody. I'm Greg Proops. You may know me as Fode from The Phantom Menace. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. I love you, Alan. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and maybe saying post-production updates on The Last Jedi is not quite accurate because the movie is locked, right? It's done, so there really is no post-production to be done. But there is still news to talk about, and it's basically all trailer talk for the most part. And let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk trailers, shall we? All right, first of all, for folks seeing news that there's going to be an international trailer dropped possibly as early as you know, Friday, as yesterday, as... Okay, so this is when recording times are confusing. I'm recording this on Friday morning, October 27th, and this is the episode coming out on October 28th. So on Friday the 27th, we are, in theory, getting an international trailer for The Last Jedi. That is one rumor suggestion and supposedly according to some international site uh on the other side of the pond london etc uk it's going to be 90 seconds long that length suggests that it's really just a cut down version of the existing trailer for the last jedi and so i wouldn't necessarily get my hopes up over that one however however i have also seen things suggesting that it will show what rating we're going to get and if and people are saying that it's a PG-13 rating, or at least that's what I've read in a couple of different places. Well, if it's an international trailer, it's not going to be given a PG-13 rating because they don't use that rating internationally, right? It would be more like a A12 or A14. I think the uh, the UK equivalent is thereof, so that's a possibility. But I think we are still due for a real international trailer, an honest-to-goodness international trailer. We got one. I went back and looked. We got one... The first week of November for The Force Awakens. And I didn't check Rogue One because, you know, that's different. <laughs> you know, it's not a saga movie. So I'm just going to go on the presumption that it's being marketed differently and that it's going to look more like The Force Awakens, which is pretty much what, you know, we had with the trailer situation for The Last Jedi. We had April and then we had October. So anyway. I think we're going to get one maybe within the first week of November or something like that. I think it's certainly possible maybe within the first two weeks of November. I guess we'll still have to wait and see, of course. But don't lose hope if you're looking for another trailer for The Last Jedi. I think there probably is at least one international one coming. Meanwhile, speaking of international, there have been reports, and just so that way you don't have to worry about this, I'll say this right at the top. I'm not going to go into any spoiler territory for you on this, okay? But... There were stories reported about international translations of the dialogue in the October trailer for the full trailer for The Last Jedi. And the whole situation that we've talked about, that we've been speculating about with Snoke's opening monologue about, you know, when I first found you, you know, raw power and something truly special, blah, blah, blah. And we've all been talking about whether he's speaking of Kylo Ren or whether he's speaking of Rey. And... We don't necessarily know the answer. We have our presumptions, blah, blah, blah. Somebody translated the Taiwanese uh, subtitles for the Last Jedi trailer, and there is a gendered situation there in the translation. So 
people are saying, oh, well, this answers the question for real. And this is where I'm going no spoiler and not going to tell you whether it's a male or a female gender. The point I'm trying to get at is this. Whatever time it was that they... <laughs> it's all blending together for me now. When they did the announcement of the last jedi and of the title but they did it in different languages in spanish and portuguese and italian and all that all the translations had jedi as plural of course the word jedi is both the singular and the plural that's part of the mystery of the title right yeah and all that and so the translations like los ultimos jedi that's where you get the plural situation and ryan johnson has gone on record and said the last jedi is luke and that's it, period, paragraph. So you get a singular from Ryan Johnson, whereas all the international stuff was plural. So what I'm trying to tell you is if you have come across any of this uh, Taiwanese translation stuff, I would not necessarily put your, you know, don't bet on it. All right. That's all I'm really saying. And with all the talk about misinformation in the trailer, I think they're just running a massive psyops deal with us. But you know initially we're supposed to think it's kylo ren then everybody's like what if he's really talking about ray and now i'm all the way on the other side like i think he's talking about kylo ren and they're really just trying to mess with us so anyway that doesn't tell you anything about the taiwanese thing at all whatsoever don't worry about it and then the last thing last jedi wise has to do with usa today and so they got the scoop on the behind the scenes reel and of course the official star wars channels have released it now as well but there was actually a news story that went along with it and an interview with ryan johnson about the characters in the last jedi and i wanted to share a couple of quotes with you from that so one of the things that uh, brian truitt who has been pretty reliable with usa today in getting good star wars news over time he says, uh, you know, from the looks of The Last Jedi trailers, it looks like they're going their own way again, the heroes Ray, Finn, and Poe for The Last Jedi. And Ryan says, when I first read the script of The Force Awakens, I was like, I feel like I know these characters instantly. And now we get to kind of put them through a meat grinder. And then Peren laughs, Ryan Johnson laughs, which is very similar to stuff that we've heard about, you know, way back in May with the Vanity Fair article. And he continues, he says, and for me, part of that meant that we had to make things as hard on each of them as possible. At least part of the movie, they don't have their friends around. They've got to figure things out for themselves. They've got to be faced with whatever the toughest thing each of them can be faced with. And they're not going to have their buddy there next to them to get them out of it necessarily. And so that also is something that translates into what we saw in the behind the scenes reel, the bit about um, at least part of the movie they don't have their friends around. So that suggests some reuniting happening later on in the movie. And then Brian flags particularly Finn going undercover with the First Order. And Ryan Johnson's thing is, just think of the moral courage it took and how much just physically it took to get away from the First Order. It's that thing of coming back to what's the thing that would be toughest to throw at each of these people. And to go back into the machine to put that uniform on again made a lot of sense to me. So that's where Finn's biggest challenge is, or at least that's where it lives. Of course, there's the actual performance of the challenge and what the challenge is that's still, you know, that we still don't know yet. And as far as Poe Dameron's, we talk about, or I should say Brian and Ryan talk about him. The question is, does Leia see Poe Dameron as the future leader of the Resistance? And Ryan Johnson's response is, yeah, I think so. He also has some growing to do. Poe's got to grow. She definitely saw that potential in him, and in The Last Jedi, we dig into that more. We've seen how heroic he is, and now we're going to see him challenged in terms of stepping up to the next level. It takes more than heroics to be a leader, or so I'm told. And lastly, you know, you know, Ryan's right on this one. I mean, 
<laughs> Brian says it's going to be an emotional couple of months getting ready to release the movie and seeing it again with Carrie as a part of this universe. And Ryan responds, having these scenes in the film recontextualized tragically with Carrie, with her not being here anymore. It's incredibly emotional. For the next few months, seeing the fans process the loss and celebrating her as Leia one last time, it's going to be intense. I think it's going to be really sad but really joyful, I hope. She really kicks butt as General Leia, and I'm happy for that. The word butt is in paren, which makes me wonder if USA Today edited Ryan's comments for a uh, for a wider audience, if you will. And I think Ryan's spot on. I, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. Uh... Uh, and yeah, I get chills just thinking about it. It's going to be a really very strange situation watching that film. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and talk about Han Solo or Solo, a Star Wars story more precisely in a moment. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside, you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash tfa welcome back all right so ron howard has been wonderfully forthcoming with photos and quick videos from the set of solo a star wars story and now that actual principal photography is over and he is in the post-production phase what do we have to look forward to what kind of sharing are you going to get well we don't have an answer just yet there's only been one post on Ron Howard's social channels related to the Solo A Star Wars Story post-production situation, and it was a photo of palm trees at dawn in Los Angeles, and he captioned it, uh, L.A. Dawn, about to head off to the solo editing rooms. And so, yeah, it's begun. He is starting to work in earnest on the editing of Solo A Star Wars Story, and so we can only keep our fingers crossed and hope that we're going to get some very cool shots from inside the editing bays and they're going to send him up to Skywalker Sound at some point as well, so hopefully we'll get some photos from there. Maybe some stuff from ILM for effect shots, maybe some stuff with John Powell, who's the composer of the Solo A Star Wars Story score. You've got a lot to look forward to. But for now, that is going to do it for today's podcast. So thank you very much for listening, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you fall in love with a queen in disguise, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a deep space angel, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.